Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 77th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For this episode, we have John Gruber, who's most recently a copywriter at FCB. How's it going, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, how are you holding up during all this? Uh, I'm doing okay, you know, just trying to retain my sanity here. I'm in, I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, with my parents. Uh, so that we don't get as much sun here. So I have purchased a light therapy lamp and I do supplement with vitamin D. So it there has been go. helping me a lot. Staying yeah. ahead of the game. Maybe just tell yeah, everyone sure. yeah, how you're dealing with the pandemic. I know you mentioned, you know, before we started recording that you were in Brooklyn for a few months and now just came to Pittsburgh and how you've been keeping busy the last little bit. Yeah, no. Uh, so when it first started, um, it, you know, it was nice to be home a lot and it felt like a nice balance. Um, but I quickly was like, okay, I'm going to try to, you know, have some good come out of this. So I started off like, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to touch alcohol for, for 10 weeks, you know, until my birthday in May. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to start running. And, and then I got to see like a lot of different parts of, of Brooklyn actually that I had never seen. Cause I would just change my route every time. And, and that kept me sane uh you know like stretching uh i bought a massage gun i don't know if you've seen those it's like a it's almost like a hammer drill where it like yeah oh my god a godsend it's seriously it's incredible but uh so it's almost like living this spartan lifestyle for uh for a while there and then that's when i was like okay this isn't going to end anytime soon i'm going to go see my family uh so i went um you know took a mega bus or whatever to to pittsburgh and and i've basically been there since um and then, but in general, I would say that I've just kind of been like letting my mind go, you know what I mean? Like just going on little obsessions. Uh, so I've gotten like super into to pour over coffee actually. And, uh, you know, I'm trying not to be like pretentious about it, but you know, I bought like the Chemex and like the grinder, you know, and like, I only get like freshly roasted beans now. And like, it was like a real rabbit hole and now I'm like adjusting my like my breakfast so I, I don't doesn't like you know mask the flavor of the, <laughs> the <diet. laughs> um, I mean I, at one point like YouTube suggested to me like a 30 minute lecture on an extraction uh and things like that and, and I was just like oh my god this is insane but um, I'm gonna watch anyway. <laughs> yeah once you go to like that it's like anything it's like wine or or it's like once you go to like that level it's hard to go back to like keurig or whatever but uh no that's that's been fun but um i've been like going on little wikipedia benches too uh anytime like i i see something and i don't know anything about it i have to like go right away and like and so sometimes i've just been up to like 5 a.m you know because one page leads to another totally uh, the most recent one was like dinosaur extinction and all that <laughs> which i hadn't thought about since i was like a kid you know yeah, good to become proficient in all of these random little, you know, kind of ideas that pop into your head and, and learn about a bunch of things. So why not? Yeah, one of the greatest things we've been having, me and my friends, is, uh, my friends and I, uh, is like just Zoom movie nights. And at first it was like, all right, let's watch the worst movies we can find. So our favorite was like Velocipastor. Uh, and it's like this guy and he's like a he's like a pastor but he turns into a, a like a uh, you know velociraptor more and more towards the end of the movie and it ends up I'm not going to give it away but <laughs> like and then another one was llamageddon which is an evil llama 
and a bunch of like teenage kids that are like partying uh, at their like parents' house while they're away. But then the llama like ruins it. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> but but some good ones too, like Korean horror films. Like I don't know if you've if you've seen or heard of this movie House, but it's honestly like incredible. And it and I, it's like you know like ten years at least before any David Lynch stuff was in the world. Uh, and it's it's like the most insane thing. <laughs> so yeah, haven't checked just, that just out. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely will. Have you been flexing some of your writing or, you know, creative kind of juices in any way? Yeah. So I, I've been, I've been like looking for just um, different things than I was doing. Like before the pandemic, I was like, okay, I'm gonna write short stories. And, and I would like, you know, write like a new short story every week and, and like really like try to craft it and refine it. Uh, I ordered like, I got a year of masterclass. So um, Joyce Carol Oates, I was watching that masterclass on short story writing, but then after it, I just kind of started getting bored and, um, just doing different types of things to, to kind of keep my brain feeling fresh. Um, uh, like I think you'll see in my book, I have, uh, I do like trance writing now, uh, whenever I'm bored and, and you get like a one word prompt and for like, however long you want to do it, I do like three minutes, 33 seconds. You just kind of write and you can't stop writing. That's the one rule. Uh, and so eventually you can't uh, form sentences that fast. So it starts to just really come from your subconscious and, uh, you get into some really weird stuff, but uh, but also it just really gets you out of overthinking writing. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. So just things like that. Um, I, I, I do like kind of diary entries now, like just little, like, where was I today? How did I feel about it? Uh, it just, I think like describing your day is, is even good. It just like, just describe the, the, you know, the shit out of whatever happened to you that day. And it, and it actually helps you more than you would think. Yeah, totally. I think just, you know, as a writer, any practice to get, you know, words on paper is a good start. So Good. Yeah. Keep, keep getting your brain working. Yeah. I mean, even just past like traditional writing though, I've just been doing things to like amuse myself. Like, I, you know, I, I, I was just like joking around with a friend one day and, and uh, we we're like, yeah, only fans, it should only have fans on there or at least it should have some like ceiling fan type stuff. And I was like, why don't I just make that? And so I, there's my username is now used just for like the super, like the weirdest fans I can find like a, a dog sculpture with a fan in it you know so that's awesome. uh, just just I think that's what you gotta do you just have to like keep yourself a, like amused or whatever just have fun uh so I'm trying not to be oh, too hard on myself like with that stuff yeah that's that's the attitude gotta you know have fun and that'll just help you know flex your creative muscles and you know kind of kill two birds at you know, two birds at one time with letting you you know unwind a little bit and not you know take yourself too seriously in this kind of crazy world we're in right now but also you know continue working on your writing and, and flexing that. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you broke into the industry, maybe clients you've worked on, where you've worked. Yeah, so um, I, I started like pretty young, you know, for, for better or worse. You know, I say for, for better because you get a, uh, a quick start, but then also worse because you're like literally, your brain isn't formed yet and you're like in your career with people that matter. So yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I was in college and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like a marketing major. And, and then for one of the classes, um, and they don't have an advertising school at Pitt, but it, like for one class, for whatever reason, they had us like come up with an ad and like draw it out. And it was like a print ad. And I thought it was fun. And, and so I was like, okay, maybe you could just do this for a living. And that was like right around when I, when Mad Men was becoming popular too. So, you know, it was, uh, I just was like, okay, where can I do this? And there was like a local agency called chemistry and they have like a, an Atlanta office too. And, and they do really good work, but, um, someone was lucky enough to give me like a, an interview with the creative director there. And, 
my book was terrible. It was so bad. Like the only thing that was decent in there was like a poorly drawn, like dog doing yoga for like a nonprofit. Uh, Cause they have classes with dogs that you can do yoga with. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he gave me like a really honest talk, but he did give me an internship for like $10 an hour. And, and it was like amazing. It was like every day there was like Christmas, you know, just being able to, I'm like, Oh my God, people do this for a living. And so right. uh that was my first thing. And then uh, I, I did want to go to New York and, and uh, I emailed this guy that I found on Modern Copywriter who was from Pittsburgh too. And he told me like, you got to go to ad school. So I, I just was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get in a little more loan debt, but let's do it. <laughs> so I went to ad school, um, you know, like learned a lot. I think I came into ad school as like a super Ogilvy disciple. Uh, I was like, all right, you need to like, here's your process for writing and here's what a good headline looks like. And here's what you need body copy. And you know, I was into like the, the science of it as much as there can be science to this stuff. And, and then by the time I left, I was actually more into like the high concept uh, award type stuff. Um, so I think that helped me be well-rounded because um, I started like, all right, here's the craft of writing. That's all that matters. And I ended like, okay, it's actually cool to come up with like, you know, a product or something too, or like a social media hack. Like started to really yeah. love that stuff too. By the time I left, uh, and I, I got lucky uh, enough to where I got an internship at Gray. And I was super psyched about that because my one of my marketing professors like showed us Gray's reel in college and was like, this is this is what it looks like to be successful. Like, this is what a creative agency is. And so I actually was like interning there, like didn't feel real. And their, their office is like super beautiful too. Like they have an atrium. And, and when I was there, they had like um, just all big clients. Like it was like NFL, Gillette, uh, Best Buy, uh volvo i didn't get to work on volvo but i got to work on the other ones and um and it was like amazing it, it definitely felt like okay I've, you know this I've, I've like broken a little bit <laughs> to the big boy uh you know big yeah. person uh advertising <laughs> industry uh so i i got to work on tv there too for the first time ever and that was like really i, I kind of got like hooked on that you know, like we were writing even funny radio for Adam Devine, like from Workaholics for Best Buy, but, um, but also like NFL stuff and, and uh, for d the detergent brands they had and, and Gillette, it was just a lot of fun. And, uh, but my number one agency was Deutsch. And I was just like super fan of everything they had done the last like three or four years. And um, looking back, I think I was like more like a super fan of like Frank Cartagena, Sam Shepard and Menno Cluen than I was Deutsch necessarily. But um, I've like got so lucky and uh, a recruiter, like like someone there needed a partner and I was able to start there. Um, and, uh, you know, I worked my, my butt off for like that summer. I think we were like, you know, freelancing for like three months. Uh, and I, and I was able to pull my, um, the person ended up leaving that I, that I got hired to work with. And I ended up pulling my friend in to work with me. And it was just, it was like a lot of fun. Uh, and I was super lucky to just have a job right that quickly. And, uh, and so we finally got hired like three months later, full time. And, and I was just, you know, uh, I think we worked a lot on Bush beer, uh, Outback Steakhouse, PNC bank. Um, but really like, it was just, there was a lot of great mentors there, uh, that I could learn from. And I think that was important that like people that really cared. And I think we, you know, people are busy now and they have less and less time to do that. But, um, it was like, you know, I remember like one of my GCDs pulled me aside and was like, here's what you need to do in your free time to become like a better writer and like make it. And, uh, so super talented people working there, but I really just learned how like an agency runs there. Like, all right, how do you keep a big account? Like what are all the little tentacles yeah. that help it? run 
you know, and, and, you know, it, it's okay to like work on all of it. And like, you know, you're not better than any brief. <laughs> it was like one of the biggest okay. lessons there. Yeah. You know, like I think coming out of ad school, it's like award, 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 award. And um, it can be easy to like feel like what this is what I'm working on. This isn't like what I paid money for but it's like, no, it's not like that. Like it all matters. So. Yeah. And then when did you go over to, to FCB? Yeah. So I freelanced for like a year after uh, Deutsch and uh, I, you know, I didn't want to freelance that quickly, but I learned a lot, you know, you like learn to hustle and just like make money however you can uh, use your skills to like pay the rent. Uh, my favorite gig freelancing that year was probably working under uh, Bobby Hirschfeld when he just got named the new CCO of the community in New York. And we want a new business pitch there. I don't know if it was their first one they won or not, but um, like, I think I had just listened to him on a podcast. So I was like another, like, oh my God, I idolize you. <laughs> and uh, that was, you got to really be in the trenches with him. But yeah, no, I, I got lucky. I, I freelanced at DDB for a while. And then um, when that ended, I got really lucky. Uh, like two weeks later, um, someone from FCB hit me up and, uh, and I was able to, to get hired on there. And, and I, uh, you know, like really good culture there, like a lot of fun at FCB. Um, and it's, and it's, it's an interesting place because they have FDA, which is huge and unconventional. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, it's trying to get people to stop smoking, but they have like a big budget usually for some things <laughs> overall. Uh, and, uh, but I was actually on Unibet a lot, um, which is, like they're like a, a small rival to uh, like DraftKings and a FanDuel. And, uh, but, but they're really like fun. They were open uh, to, to doing cool stuff that we wanted to do. And so it, it just felt like uh, we were all, we could, you know, we could kind of really present anything to them and, and it was okay. And it was fun. So a lot of pie in the sky, like wild thinking there, which was fun. Um, but because the FDA is a huge account, I got to do like radio and, um, uh, you know, like even print and uh, at an NBA stadium, if you see headlines with the FDA logo, like the real cost or whatever, I do headlines for that. So a lot of different stuff that, that felt like it kept me well-rounded. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, they changed a little bit. Uh, they had uh, Ari as CCO. And then when I left, they had Gabe, who, who you know, was like head of the Whopper Detour stuff. Um, but they did a lot of the uh, old Crispin PR headline method there, uh, which I love, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like, uh, so, um, a lot of fun there. And, and I got to, you know, touch a lot of different things and, and it, you know, everyone there really got along and, and, and it was fun. Uh, and I think working on Unibet, I think work, I think it really expanded like what I can do and how I feel about just advertising in general, because on the FDA, it's like, uh, I forget who said it, but someone at FCB was like, it's the only account where you're telling people what not to do. Yeah. So that that's like super interesting. And, uh, yeah, and then an it, interesting way to, you know, rethink your brand and how we're taught to sell you to do things. Now we're telling you, you know, same method of selling them, but to kind of do the opposite, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and it's also like, you know, people that are younger respond less to traditional advertising. Um, so it's like, how do you, how do you like, tell them or try to get them not to do this thing that's bad for them, or at least inform them of something they didn't know without like coming off like an old, you know, geezer, like pointing your finger at them. Totally. Uh, I need to, to be smart about it and have probably an even more creative approach to get 
you know, get their attention, but then also kind of make sure they're taking something away from it. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, it, it was really modernizing, especially at the end, we like doing TikTok and stuff like that. Um, and then Unibet is like, it, it's like a, it's like an online gambling platform, but it doesn't, didn't take itself too seriously. So it was just fun. Nice. Um, what would you say you're looking for in your next role? Uh, I would say that I'm looking for um, somewhere that puts creative first, uh, somewhere with a positive culture. And I know those two things probably every creative wants, but, uh, but I mean, uh, for me, it's important, you know, somewhere I can really learn and, and take my growth to the next level. I mean, I'm, I'm only like three years in and I still feel like I really want to, um, you know, just be somewhere with like super talented people uh, and just mentors. I mean, it's, it doesn't like necessarily have to have like mentorship. I know people have like less time than ever I mentioned earlier, but uh, you know, I just want to be around great people and then, you know, do great work. Do you want full-time or freelance or depends on what comes? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely a full-time guy. Uh, you know, I, I, I get anxiety if I freelance too long. So, yeah, as, as we all do. So that makes sense. Yeah. What, what are some of your best qualities, you know, industry-wise? Um, I, I think that, uh, like, I'm, first off, I'm, like, I'm fun to be around, I think. <laughs> so I, I think positivity and optimism is important for creative. Uh, you know, I, I do, because it, it can be so easy to get bogged down and be negative, but uh, I, I think it's important to, to, like, still see where something can go and, and never really be too down on any brief or client or anything like that. Um, so I'm like super, uh, always dreaming of like how great a project can be, you know, uh, I'm trying to see potential, uh, e even if it's like what seems like not a sexy brief. Um, I'm always like trying to shoot for, you know, the highest, you know, the stars as cheesy as that sounds. No, that's um, important, especially young in, you know, your career, everyone's career of, you know, no one's too good for any brief, take it on. And if you can make the boring briefs exciting, you'll definitely be able to make the exciting briefs that much better. Yeah, I remember like uh, um, a, a mentor at Deutsch was like, you know, the first time you you break through and, and do like an award-winning thing, it's not going to be the brief that you think it is. Exactly. And certainly, uh, you know, I didn't think that my first award recognition would be for, a, uh, you know, a financial group in Philadelphia uh, with restaurant talks. Um, but that was like a great experience and super, um, you know, satisfying and, and everything and validating. And, and so. <laughs> great. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? Yeah, I, I, it's tough, you know, cause I like all of them for, for different reasons. Um, but I, I guess I would say, uh, restaurant talks, the first one in there, I mean, for a lot of different reasons. I mean, it was, you know, we, we started, uh, working on that, like right after I got to FCB. And that was like my first full-time gig since Deutsch. Uh, and, but I think it was just, uh, it was great because the client had never done work like that, at least that I know of. Um, and uh, it felt fresh and interesting and unexpected, especially for, for the category. And it felt like that was where that brand needed to, to go, to stand out. Uh, so, I mean, it, personally it felt like my first like real victory in my career i mean the concept got executed very purely and it was exciting to see 
Yeah, it's uh, nice when that happens when what you imagine really, actually comes. To I couldn't life. believe it. I, I was, I was, I was like always pinching myself. I'm like, no, this is gonna, something's gonna happen. <laughs> Something usually does happen. So you know, that yeah. went pretty smoothly. I'm, I'm jealous. What will agencies be getting if they do, you know, reach out and hire you? Um, I, I would say they'll be getting a conceptual thinker. Um, someone that really values the the craft of writing uh, and is versatile, versatile. Um, I mean, I I've been in a lot of different places and, and clients, um, so I've written in a lot of different tones, and I think that's important uh, in styles. And I can be funny. Uh, I like being funny, but you know, I can also be serious and 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 really like obviously FDA. <laughs> um, but I I mean, I think you'll get a fun teammate who. We'll work hard to get the most out of projects and myself. Um, I'm always, you know, shooting to get the best out of briefs and things like that. Um, but for more senior people, they'll be getting someone who uh, doesn't mind feedback and is willing to adjust and learn and is still super open for sure. Um, at this point in my career, uh, in, in the sports world, it's like they say coachable. Yeah. So That's really important, especially you know, going into whatever agency where maybe a creative director, executive creative director is looking for a team to kind of mentor under them, but also, you know, shape them to handle, you know, a bunch of different projects. I think that is someone who's coachable you know, is really valuable these days. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I'm not gonna say I don't have an ego. I don't know if that would be uh, <laughs> a lie, but I, I definitely try to check my ego at the door and, and realize that, you know, I try to take ownership of ideas, but at the same time, not, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's might be precious. What do you do outside of work? Um, outside of work, I'm, uh, I'm making coffee. Uh, no, or I'm like, uh, I'm working out. Um, you know, I bought like a bunch of resistance tubes. Uh, or I'm like in some rabbit hole, you know, like reading Goofy. And by that, I mean Goofy the Disney character conspiracy theories <laughs> or, or something like that. Or, uh, you know, I watch Twin Peaks uh, I'm almost done with the um, the revival season, um, so just just wherever you know, I'm just always trying to like experience new things, and and I don't like to feel like stagnant with with my habits or with with my what I consume. So, awesome. What's with the uh, classroom size whiteboards? Oh, this thing here. This is not mine. This is my uh, my girlfriend's. Uh, I was thinking about like drawing something on it and putting it behind me. And then I was like, all right, is that going to be too cheesy or like, I'm going to, was going to put like my domain name on there, you know, like john-gruber.com. Uh, and then like, I was going to this, I had this whole thing planned out. I was going to recreate the like pavement wowie zowie cover, but it was going to be two snowmen and they were going to be like, John Gruber, John Gruber. Uh, I don't know if you pavement fan, uh, <laughs> but I decided not to, I'm like, I don't want this. People hate ads. I don't know. I don't want this to be an ad. No subliminal uh, messaging in the background. Yeah, I don't want to be obnoxious with it, but I was going to use it, but it's not mine, no. <laughs> Funny. The last question for me is if you do have a dream agency brand client that you want to give a little shout out to. Okay, so um, I, I'm going to shout out Droga5, Wyden, Good B, and Mischief. Uh, shout out Mischief, that's awesome stuff there. But uh, I would say if I had to pick one, I'm definitely a bit of a fanboy for Droga5, uh, you used to be a bit obsessive. I remember like looking at the portfolios of everyone that works there. And like, I remember the one time I was on like an important brief and I like looked through their whole website, which, you know, 
at the time they had a lot of work on there. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I definitely align with, with the type of work they do. And, uh, and it would be, it would be incredible. That would be, that would be dream agency, I think. Awesome. <laughs> well, hopefully someone from Drove is watching this and, and reaches out. Yeah, I, I, I got to stop bugging my friends that work there. I feel bad. I feel annoying. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. Keep bugging them. One day yeah. it'll come in handy. What's the best way for people to, uh, you know, get in contact with you? Um, by email, but uh, every once in a while I get like a work text from, from a recruiter or something like that. And, and that's cool too. That's actually, you know, that's awesome. I love texts. <laughs> but uh, I would say email for sure. I, 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 I'm very organized with that. I, I flag things. I, I never lose an email, so check my junk folder like 10 times a day. Awesome. Well, that's it, it for me. Thanks so much for, for hopping on and, and making time. Thank you so much, man. This like I said, this is a great thing you're doing and I'm so glad that I found it in my feed. And, and uh, like I said, thank you so much for doing this. I hope some good comes from it uh, for myself, but also for everyone that, that's been on this. Yeah. Uh, it's been a tough year. So. Yes. Appreciate that. Glad the algorithm on LinkedIn is working and pulling this to the front of your feed somehow. So it, it really is. Uh, and I will say it is a bit strange, like talking this much about myself, I've never been on a pod before. So I hope I came off as down to earth and, and self-aware, not, not a douche. No, that was awesome. No, <laughs> no douchiness at all. So good job. And, and that's a wrap for the 77th episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me a note at M-A-L-O-W 930 at gmail.com. And you can check out all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back and Advertising. Thanks a lot, ma'am. Thank you. Have a good one.